Tzachim, Daf Peitesa, Meral of the Gemara says, Nimtu Banez Rizas. And the Mefarshim here going ready into discussion of Chenach. So I want to share with you a fascinating story about Chenach that I'm sure you'll be able to use. They say over a story that Rab Chaim and the Beis Halevi were in Warsaw for Shabbos, Varsha, and they went to the Beis Akdesis to be Mispal, and they didn't have Talesim. Why? It seems they didn't wear in the street Talesim, maybe in Warsaw at that period, and they didn't carry, even though there was an Erev in Warsaw, imagine the Chumris that the Beis Halevi and Rab Chaim had in Hilchis Erev. Of. So the people in the shul recognized the Beis HaLevi, and they gave him a talus. He was a Slutskirov, I mean, a Briskirov, Slutskirov. He was one of the famous figures in the generation. Reb Chaim was younger. They didn't recognize him. They didn't give him a talus. He was standing there without a talus. So people were shushkiving. One said to the other, you know, Varsha was a Chsidish Ishtat. This yid is davening without a talus. Mestame, he's a litvak who doesn't carry on Shabbos. So one of them walked over to Reb Chaim, and he asked him, why are you davening without a talus? So Chaim said, because I don't carry on Shabbos. So he said, so why didn't you use a cotton? Maybe Chaim had with him one of his kids, maybe the Briskarov was with him as a young boy. So Chaim said to him, I can't do it all your day, cotton, because it says, Atta ubincha ubitecha v'avdecha maswahemtecha v'gerecha shebishrecha. So there's a din shvisa on your child too. And it's a din shvisa on the father, and would be a daraisa. So this chsidashid started screaming. You hear what this litvak is saying? He's saying that a ganz stad varsha, the whole varsha, if they touch wine, it would have a din of yayin esach. Like somebody who's a machal shabbos, you know how the chaymer of chil shabbos is. Somebody's machal shabbos. One of the outcomes is that if he touches wine, it becomes yayin esach. So Rav Chaim said to him, I could see that you're yodei sefer. So let me explain it to you. He says, you didn't know the halacha of atta uvin techa. So he says, so people who don't know who are like you or learn less than you, by them it's a shaygeg. So the yayin, avada baya, somebody who's b'chal Shabbos b'shaygeg, his yayin doesn't become yayin, yayin esach. And somebody who's more than you, I'm sure wouldn't let allow his children to do it. So there's no, nobody in Varsha is asa. But Rab Chaim held that some, telling your child to carry has a din of uh, atta bincha, it's an isa which many other paiskim, by the way, agree with. So somebody asked Reb Chaim, he said, why do you need a special din in the Torah of Atu Vin Chovitecha? There's a klal all over that you're not allowed to give cotton nevela, asa lispais lo nevela biadayim. If you tell him to carry lechayra, you're giving him an issa biadayim. Why do you have to have a special din of Atu Vin Chovitecha? And the answer is, if it's lispais lo nevela biadayim, it's b'chal not shayach to an issa Shabbos. It's more of like a chinuch din. You are not allowed to do something that will cause your child to grow up to the way many paiskim say, they're going to think it's a Dava Mata. But it's a din of Nevei Lubiadayim that you're giving the cotton. If it's a din of Atta Ubincho Bitecha, it's your Issa Shabbos. In other words, Shabbos is not just about you resting, it's that it's creating your environment of rest. And what's the Raya? It is Atta Ubincho Bitecha, If your behemoth is, is not Shavis on Shabbos, is the behemoth Oivish Shvis on Shabbos? Is the behemoth now not resting on Shabbos? So the behemoth was Machal Shabbos? not. It's your din. You have to really have Shabbos Karoi. You're involved. Environment has to be an environment of Shvisa. And if you're not an environment of Shvisa, you're sharing your Shabbos. Bottom line is, next time you tell somebody, see somebody saying, could you carry this for me to Sholan Shabbos? You tell the person, by the way, you're being Michal Shabbos, Midaraisa. This week we lay in the parsha of Zocher Esash Oslecha Amalek, Timcha Ezecher Amalek, Erase Ezecher Amalek. Now, we try to talk Lamaisa here on this program. You will never meet an Amaleki in your life. At least you won't be aware of it. If you encounter him, you won't even know it, nor can you do anything to him. So how is Mechias Amalek Bizmanazeh? Let me share with you a Tyra. 
We encounter Amalek three times. Once at the end of Bishalach, right before Parshas Yisrael, Muhammad with Amalek. Second time, Shoal and Agag. Third time, by Purim. What do all three events have in common? Something remarkable. The first time they encounter, it's right before they're about to be Makabal the Torah. Amalek comes, a hindrance, an impediment to Kabbalah Satira. Second time by Shoal, there's now a Melech by the Jews. They could build a base Hamigdash, first time. And what happens? Amalek comes along again, again, as a deterrent. The third time by Purim, they're about to go back to build a base Hamigdash. Comes Haman, what does he create? An obstacle, a bottleneck. You can't. So every time Klal Yisrael is about to burgeon, about to sprout, blossom to a new Madrega, Amalek is the stone in the throat. Amalek is the obstacle. And why is it? All three times, very similar. Right before the words that immediately proceed, Hayesh Hashem Bekirbeinu Im Ayin Amalek. This is in Parshas B'Shalach. The Yidin is Hayesh Hashem Bekirbeinu. Are we worthy of anything? Is Hashem really with us? Does He have our back? Does He believe in us? First time. And what? Vayavay Amalek. The second time, what does it say? Im Kotain Atta Be'inecha Yitel Shol. You see yourself as small. And who immediately comes? Amalek. And the third time, by the Megillah, what does the Rift say? The whole purpose of the Suda was Sturm and Drang, to show how powerful he was, to show that there would never be a Binyan based Hamigdash to intimidate. And who comes? Amalek. So what is Amalek? Amalek is when we have those self-doubts. We don't believe Hashem Bikirbeinu, Katanata Beinecha. We don't believe. Amalek comes along and says, you have a doubt? I will totally compromise you. Based on the power, I will, I will inflame your fears. So what then does a Mechias Amalek mean? Every time you and I want to metamorphosize into something bigger, a new Kabbalah, a new learning seda, a new relationship, a new business, a new steller. Every time we're about to take that step, there's a voice in our head that says, you can't, you're not smart enough, you're not tall enough, you're not rich enough, you're not poor enough. You're too smart. You're not smart enough. You have yichas. You don't have any yichas, etc., etc. You're good looking enough. You're not good looking enough. All those voices in our head, that represents Amalek. The, you can't move on to the next step. What does Machias Amalek say? That voice in our head, put it out. The answer was yes. We were Makabal Taira. We did have the Malchus of David. Purim, you can't. We did go back. Ezra went back and he built, did build a bias. So when you put that voice of fear, when you extinguish that voice in your head, you are being Mekayim, Mechia Samalek. Dabru el Yisrael viso. We move on.